Welcome to Goonies World. My name is Goonie, also known as Colin, and I'm joined via Squadcast by Johnny Farrell, also known as Sean. Hello. And Meanie, also known as Ryan. Good day, sir. Good day to you. <laughs> and we're playing Gangbusters. That's right. We are uh, playing Gangbusters, the old Gangbusters, the third edition. Now, there is a, a new Gangbusters out that I have not seen. Uh, but uh, this is uh, the old TSR, third edition Gangbusters. And uh, I believe that Gangbusters is sort of uh, set in the 1920s, but we're just up in, uh, to uh, the 1930s a little bit. And our Gangbusters game will take place in 1930s Kansas City. And at that time, Kansas City was probably one of the most sinful places on Earth. It was certainly one of the most corrupt. There was a political machine called the Pendergast Machine, uh, named for its boss, Tom Pendergast, who everyone called the old man, who basically ruled the town. It was like his own fiefdom. He controlled a lot of politics. Uh, he also controlled the police department, and all the gangsters paid up to him. It was a criminal paradise. And here in the early to mid-1930s, different little syndicates are consolidating their holds, and they might have a little bit of warfare amongst themselves, but ultimately they're all paying up to the old man. And so everybody's really just part of one big machine. Um, and the police sometimes make a show of going after gangsters and really high-profile crimes that media from other cities hear about. Sometimes they will go through the motions of prosecuting that stuff and just throw one of their own to the wolves. You know, that's the biggest danger of being a gangster is that suddenly one day the police do arrest you and no one will listen and that kind of thing. But both of your characters, as far as I know, are gangsters. And you both work in this syndicate. Your immediate uh, boss is a guy named Giovanni Salerno. And he kind of took over after John Lazio was gunned down uh, about a year ago. John Lazio is a famous real-life gangster. Of course, Salerno is fictional. There is a but uh, so another famous Salerno. I've heard that name, but it's you know, not Kansas City. Yeah, it's a... Okay, well, good to know. But this Giovanni Salerno is in Kansas City in the 1930s, and he is into all kinds of stuff. But one of the little areas of his racket, not the whole thing he's got going, but one of the areas is uh, run out of a warehouse at 10th and Independence Avenue. And it's a, a big warehouse with a, like a barbed wire chain-link fence around the parking lot. And there's a great big pipe fitters union logo on the side of the building and this is technically a pipe fitters union hall but you guys work here and technically on paper legally speaking you work for the pipe fitters union you are clerks for the pipe fitters union local 533 and as a that's right oh thank you for that 533 and as clerks of the 533 you uh, make these pretty big salaries most of which you end up just kicking back to salerno and uh, your real income comes from what they really do here at this warehouse. A guy named Shark McGee is the boss at this warehouse. And Shark is the one you normally deal with. He's an Irish guy who married Salerno's niece. You know, they're all Catholic. You don't, you've met Salerno, but that's a treat. It's an honor to be asked to talk to him. You mostly deal with Shark McGee at this uh, pipe fitters union hall, which is full of slot machines most of the time. And the racket that your two characters are immediately involved in is pushing slot machines onto legitimate businesses that otherwise, where slot machines would otherwise be inappropriate. You know what I mean? Places like grocery stores and barber shops and lunch counters and uh, restaurants and things like that. And over the past years, uh, Slern has really solidified his hold around the downtown area. But there's really swanky, nice districts out around 31st and Troost in that area. And uh, they have nice big, uh, nice big apartment buildings and hotels and some good restaurants and clubs and nice residences. And that's really what uh, the syndicate has been trying to move into lately. And you two know each other already. It's almost like your cops in that you kind of have a partner. 
and every day you can get into this uh they've got a ford car there you might have your own fords but they've got a nice ford v8 that you take around it's a good looking car you know you're given enough money to dress nice because the way you appear and all that directly reflects on the syndicate and when we open today when we meet your characters it's in the context of you two cruising down Troost, which is uh like i say a pretty swanky street and uh this is not quite the suburbs but it's close enough back in the 1930s but you've got uh, very nice uh, hotels like the Bell Reeve and stuff, not not too far off Troost. So, uh, there, but it's not nighttime; it's lunchtime, and you're on your way to a place called the Rook, which is a restaurant. Who who are gonna be taking slot machines? You're gonna convince them of that. But while you're on the way, I just thought that uh, this would be a great time for you guys to introduce your characters. But one thing I want to ask: Who's driving? I pictured myself driving. Uh-huh. I kind of pictured you driving, too. I don't know why. I'm happy to let him take the wheel. All right. Well, What's your, what's your driving passing... score? Maybe we should determine who's the best driver. Well, that's a good idea. It's, uh, it's 65. Yeah. You're a little it's bit four, better, but... Four, four percent's not. Nah, not enough to matter. All right. Well, since you're in the passenger seat, let's hear about your character first, Ryan. Uh, well, my name is uh, Bobby Marbles, uh, and uh, I'm a you know a kind of a tall, tall, lanky guy. Um, glasses. Um, you know, I um, he's wearing a very nice suit, pinstripes and everything. You know, um, sure, sure. That's 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 me, man. Um, uh, you know, you, you, if, if you got a problem with that, uh, you put up your dukes. No, I don't have a problem <laughs> with that at all. Now, now, now. As you look over, though, uh, to your to your left in the uh, driver's seat, you can see Goonie's character. Let's let's uh, hear about your character, Goonie. All right. Uh, his name is Jimmy Carano, and uh, he is a heavyset man uh, with black slick back back hair um, and uh, quite hairy, I guess. And you know he did you say Ryan that your character was wearing like a pinstripe suit or something like that? Yes, indeed. Because yeah. I thought that would be funny if like he's wearing like a if my guy was wearing a suit, but you know this is like way before the uh, the days of where like track suits that mafia <laughs> members would wear. But if he, yeah, he yeah. had like a suit with like some those type of pinstripes. <laughs> So it looks like a tracksuit. Oh, I see. Yeah. Like, like it's the same striping. Yeah. Sure, I can see the. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's. I don't know. You go back and look at some zoot suit patterns. I bet you find something similar. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, and and so we have a good mental image of our of our friends here. So, you got uh, you know, eight or ten more blocks before you hit the rook, and uh, they should be open because it's lunchtime. Uh, you guys. Uh, We'll chat for a little bit together as you uh, head up there. You're waiting at a stoplight right now, actually. Anyway, yeah, I was gonna see uh, Marbles if you've got if you uh, had a chance to look at my little baby girl. I got the picture right here. You got oh oh how old is she? Yeah, uh, just like four weeks or something. Oh my, well yeah. So let me yeah. take a look at that cutest little thing. Cute as a bug's ear, she is. Yeah, just look at her little toes. Just with a nibble on those little toes. Uh, I'm not much of a toe nibbler myself, but, uh, you know. Yeah, well, wait till you have a child, then you'll know. I was, you know, I've been completely changed by this whole process. This, uh, this little, see my little princess. Well, how's the old lady doing? (laughs) Oh, uh, the old lady. Yeah, she's fine. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Well, the light turns green, and you guys... Are able to head on down Troost, and with it being lunchtime, there's there's quite a bit of traffic out, but you can pull up uh, outside of the Rook with no problem. And they have like a like a neon uh, sign in the shape of uh, like the Rook, the chess piece, you know, like a little castle. And uh, inside, when you you park the car, obviously you get out, and 
when you, you first walk in, there's sort of a foyer type area. And there's a little podium where, uh, you know, they're, they're going to take your name and, and all that. Oh, yes, gentlemen, uh, do you have reservations? Uh, you can hear some quiet you know, piano music playing in the background, but you're not really into the restaurant. Reservations? reservations? I don't need any fucking reservations. Uh, yeah. Do oh, I? Excuse me, sir. Well, well, please, watch the language, sir. Oh, you watch my uh, fucking language. Please, give me a fucking break. Oh, I, I'm sorry, You don't sir. know who I, I am, I, I guess. I, you don't know... I, I don't... Oh, well, I, 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 I'm going to call the manager is what I'm going to do. You wait right there, mister. Yeah, do that. I want to speak to the fucking manager. Well, he actually uh, uh, steps aside, and you can... He's trying to hunch up so you can't hear him, but you're only like four feet away from him, you know, so you can... He's like, yeah, there's some gentlemen here being very aggressive and using profanity. Yes. Very well. He hangs up the phone. <sighs> Mr. Spoons will see you shortly. You may go have a seat at the bar. He yeah, I'll fucking do that. I'll do that. I hope he doesn't keep us waiting too long. He'll see you in his good time, sir. And when you walk into the restaurant proper, you can see it's only about half full right now. Again, it's lunch, and this is really more of a nightclub, too, because they have a bandstand and a stage. And uh, according to the logos on the bandstand, uh, in residence here at night, they're not playing right now, is uh, Baron Swings, Kansas City Swingers, who are a pretty hot band that's well-known regionally. Uh, but right now, just their piano player is in. They're just playing some soft lunchtime music. And uh, you go up to the bar, and they, they give you whatever whatever you'd like to drink. And then Mickey Spoons doesn't keep you waiting. That is, in fact, his name. As he comes walking down the stairs, he's a slight gentleman with, like, a little pencil mustache. And uh, he talks like he's he's probably, you know, from, from back east. He goes, hey, what are you guys doing? What are you coming in here? He walks down from a, an office that's upstairs, by the way. He walks down some stairs. What are you guys doing coming in here? You know, using profanities. That guy was the classy place we got here. Very rude to me. It was very you, rude. You don't just walk in. You don't just talk about rude. You don't walk in here and say "fuck you, fuck you, fuck you." Give me a reservation. That's not how it works. You 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 make a I phone need, call. Now listen, you, uh, we don't need a fucking reservation because we're just here to talk. All right. And let's. Hey, look, Mickey. When Mickey Spoons talks, he talks to a secretary who books an appointment, and Mickey Spoons uh, is me. Uh. Okay. So, listen. So what do you, what do I got to say to you? I don't know. Other than to get the fuck out of my place. Now you got me. Now you got me swearing. Thank you. <laughs> now everything's all right, folks. Everything's all right. Everything's all right, folks. Because there's a couple people who are happen to be seated close to the bar, looking over. Might have to get the bed out on this one. I say. Nah, I don't. Uh, I don't think that's necessary. I think we can. Uh, we can uh, work through this by just uh, you know flapping flapping gums back and yeah. forth. Um, okay, Mr. Spoon. Um. We're here for with a uh, business proposition. See? Business proposition. See? See? And there, now, uh, now, I know you've got a presence of plus one, and uh, and, and that uh, Jimmy has a presence of plus two, and I think that uh, the C and the, the word business, something seems to click behind his eyes. He goes, all right, all right. You guys come out to the office, all right? We're gonna we're gonna talk business. We gotta talk in the office. That's where I do my business, all right? Yeah, let's let's go. I don't wanna bother these people out here. All right. Well, he uh he's after you. He says, and you can walk up the stairs. They kind of curve up around the bandstand, and there's a window up above the bandstand that's frosted, so you couldn't see in. Uh, and that seems to be the office that uh, you go into. Now there's deep, deep carpets in here. And the first thing you hear is a canary. This canary is just going on and on and on and on. It's in this little gilded cage in a corner. And there's uh, also, again, that big window that's overlooking the restaurant floor. And there's a big, beefy guy sitting on the couch. He's just sitting there. He's got a really pockmarked face, and one of his eyes is all milky. And he's wearing a suit that, that's too tight, doesn't fit him well. And uh, Mickey Spoons, though, he goes in and he closes the door. He pours everybody some bourbon, slugs it back. Goes, all right, now, what's his business you got? Uh, all right. So, first of all, uh, my name is Jimmy Carano. This is my associate, Bobby Marbles. And we work for a certain uh, 
What's his name? Salerno something. What's his first name? Salerno. Yeah. Uh, Giovanni. Giovanni Salerno. Giovanni Salerno. Ever heard of him? He kind of ignores you a little bit, and he stands up. He walks over to the uh, canary in his cage, and he's like, "Who's your little baby girl? Who's your who daddy's little baby girl? This daddy's little princess. Yep, that's my little princess." And uh, that guy he says, "You know, fucking spying on me earlier or something." That's exactly what I said when I was t- talking about my little girl. That's what makes it so, you know, like, quasi-offensive. It's a canary you know? or a parakeet. But, uh, a parrot. It's a, did you have a fucking parrot spying on me or something? <laughs> Listen, I don't know uh, how you guys do things in Kansas City, but I'm from Jersey, all right? And if you think I've been pushed around by some wise guys, wise guys before, you got another thing coming. So, uh, how about... This, uh, whatever business this, uh, Salerno has, maybe I talk to him personally, and I don't deal with, uh, a couple of hopped-up gunsels like you guys. No, no, no. What do you think of that, huh? That's not how things work. You speak to well, us. No, it's not how things work? Well, Chuck, Chuck will show you how things work. And the <laughs> big, beefy guy on the couch, he gets up and, uh, does a thing where he, uh, rolls his neck around, you know, it all cracks, and then he, uh flexing his muscles a little bit and slowly starts walking over to that side of the room. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey come on. We're just, we're just having a chat here. It's the, this, this isn't... This isn't. I'm afraid this doesn't concern you, Chuck. Look, I do the talking for Chuck, alright? So, before Chuck comes over here any further, suppose you guys tell me what the fuck you really want so we can get this over with. Alright, so here's the deal here. You've, you know about slot machines, right? People... I'm not putting any fucking slot <laughs> machines in the rook. People love them. This is a classy joint. I'm not putting slot machines in the fucking lobby. All right? Hey, you do this. We'll make sure your business is doing real nice. You know? My business is already yeah. doing real nice. All right? It's well, half empty. It's, it's lunchtime. What are you talking about? You know, if you had some another restaurant open up uh, nearby, taking all your customers, we wouldn't allow that to happen. Uh, so this just, you know, because we, we have interest here, you know, we wouldn't want something to happen to your establishment. Yeah. As long as you have... That's how it's going to be, huh? As long as you have this slot machine, you're taken care of. Huh. That's how it works, huh? That's how they do it in Kansas City. That's how we do. Well, look, this ain't downtown, all right? This ain't northeast. So you go tell... Your Dago friend to fuck off, and that's from me. And if you don't like it, he can talk to Chuck. Now, Chuck, get these bums the fuck out of here. And Chuck starts walking over like he's gonna grab you and lead you towards the door. Chuck, Chuck, baby, Chuck, making you a mistake. Do that. Yeah, Chuck, uh, if you don't move or back up, as you're saying that, uh, Chuck's gonna go ahead and uh, try to take a try to take a swing. At uh, at Bobby, and but he 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 misses you. In fact, he's he's quite wide. He's a little slow. Uh, Bobby, what are you gonna do? Um, I mean, I don't really want to fight this guy. Um, but uh, well, apparently, uh, Spoon needs a. Uh, Yes, it seems like Mickey Spoons needs a needs to know you're serious. Motivation, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put on my my brass knuckles and uh, uh, hit, hit right. with an eleven. All right, well, bam. So it's my understanding. Well, these are not gonna be uh, lethal wounds that you did that you've done to him, but you did seven hit points to him, and that's that's a you know, you can see your own hit points. Seven's a nice big chunk. And uh, big old beefy Chuck kind of swirls around. Now, Jimmy, what are you doing right when that happens? Uh, I'm probably just... Anything? Um, <laughs> when he swirls around, uh, I'm gonna like kick him in the nuts or something. Alright, well, go ahead and go for it. Make that uh, agility roll. Agi- all attacks are agility rolls. And okay. stepping forward with a big swing. 36. What are you, about a size 11 or 12? Uh, well, 36, that hits so him. My, my punching is and four, so. 
That's what yeah. it is. So you do four four points of damage to the nuts. And uh, again, that's not going to be like serious, permanent, you know, no. cervical bone damage or anything like that. But <laughs> he's already taken, what, was that a 12 hit points of, uh, no, eight, eight hit points of, I'm sorry. He's already taken 11 hit points of damage as in a boom, boom from getting punched yeah. and kicked in the nuts. And uh, meanwhile, uh, Mickey Spoons, he, he, he's trying to block the, the canary's cage from, from, from anything happening you know, to it. He's trying to stand in front of the canary's cage. But uh, old Chuck's not completely down and out yet. And uh, now he's fighting dirty. And the chair that was sitting next to the desk, as you know, he's kind of doubled over. He grabs the chair, picks it up, and swings it in an arc right at both of you guys. Like, if it hits, it's going to break. And <laughs> but again, he is wide, and he misses. Goes over both of your heads. And Ch- uh, Bobby, what do you do to that? I'm going to punch him again with my breast. No. All right. Next comes the other voice. one. My voice is more more like this, you see. Um, ooh, uh, that, ooh, still under 60 with 46. So that oh, nice for another seven. Yeah. Oh, and that's going to be some serious damage, too. Some damage he can't uh, heal quickly. It also takes him above his hit points. And so soon, Mickey Spoons... <laughs> Is not looking quite so cocky because Chuck is laid out on the floor. Mickey Spoon's just standing there in front of the the, the canary cage, trying to keep it from from getting hurt. Also, that's how it's gonna be, huh? All right, fine. Fuck you. You can have your fucking slot machine. That's fucking right. But I don't want. How many fucking slot machines are you gonna put in here anyway? One at every. Because f- it's gonna be one at every table. See, every, maybe one at every chair. Oh no, you, you can't do this to me. Come on, guys. Just maybe two in the lobby, huh? Just two in the lobby, right? Maybe behind a little curtain, behind a potted plant. How about a potted plant to kind of screen it a little bit? Isn't that okay, guys? No. As long as I put them in. We're not going to fucking hide it like a, is you know, fucking speakeasy or something. People are going to walk right in here. All kinds of people, are fucking junkies and alkies are going to come right in here and start fucking playing their beloved fucking uh, uh, slot machines right here. And, um... You're gonna fucking uh, I, I can't, take it. I can't believe this. Yeah, they told they told me they said don't go out to don't go out to Kansas City. They told me they said that. Oh, you know what? You know what? I'm gonna go over your head. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna I'm gonna oh yeah, I'm gonna go down to City Hall. I'm gonna talk to the old man. That's what I'm gonna do. Oh who yeah. Do you, who do you think we fucking work for? Jesus, you're a fucking moron. Everybody fucking works for Pendergast here. Even the police don't even try to go to the police. They'll fucking laugh at you. All right, put your fucking put your fucking slot machines in the lobby, then. That's right. I tell you what, if I get a, I, I reserve the right to kick out any motherfucker who comes in here though off the street, some drunken scumbag like you're talking about trying to use those slots. I'll kick him right out. No, I don't think so. That's money you're taking away from us. You fucking pencil neck fucking goof. Oh, what are you gonna do? You gonna have somebody on eyes eyeballs on us on us all the time, every second of the day? You know, I got some friends in I got some friends in Jersey that just might I might just might give them a call, huh? See if they'd like to move to town. Oh, Let's yeah. break his fucking arms. Go get my I'm gonna go get my fucking baseball bat in my fucking car. It's a nice yeah, you go it's get, a nice new bat. bat. <laughs> and maybe you something happened to that I don't fucking believe you. bird of yours that won't shut the fuck up. Whoa, 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 guys. You love that little fucking bird, do you? I'm just, I'm just negotiating. That's what we do in business. Yeah, we negotiate right. as well. We just do it a different way. Let's all right, right, all right. I, I hear you. All right, as long as nothing happens to my little, my little, my little baby. What's the? Hey, I, I, I'm wondering there, Mac. What's a, what's the, what's the bird's name anyway? The name's Princess. Jesus. What? She's my little princess. Yeah. You, oh, look at her. You flustered. Now you got her all. Now you got her all anxious. Look at her. She's suffering from anxiety because of you fucks. So when are they delivering these machines anyway? Somebody gonna come by later and drop them off? Yeah, somebody. That's usually how it works. Yeah, you guys don't carry them around. You know. right. Yeah, that, oh. that's right. Uh, Vinny or somebody is gonna come down here and uh, put them slots in for you. All right. Well. 
Maybe I'll talk to him about the potted plants in front of my screen for a little bit. You know, I can't have winos in here while we got people trying to eat a nice, uh, nice piece of fish on the inside. You know what I'm saying? And I tell you what, Baron Swing's not gonna like it. Baron Swing carries a lot of weight around here. Baron Swing walks out of here. I'm gone. I'm done for. Ah, uh, uh, that's too oh bad. Boy. Too bad. He slumps down on the couch with his head in his hands, and, pour, and then he pours himself another bourbon and slugs it back, seemingly defeated. Well, I'll tell you what, if you have any problems with uh, Baron Swing, uh, just let us know. Oh, what are you going to do, break his fingers? Maybe. Uh, if it comes to it, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, you're saying if... Oh, I see how it works. I carry a slot machines. Baron Swing threatens to leave me. And then uh, he never leaves me, right? So you're saying I'm like uh, part of like the the network now? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Are. You see, you're protected. Yes. Huh. Nothing's yeah, gonna well. happen to you as long as you got these nice slot machines in your establishment. Yeah, behind the nice big potted ferns. That's what I'm saying. Dinging and so, flashing and oh. making noise. Yeah. What do you guys care if I got a little bit of remove from the actual dining? All right. How, as long as it's in the building and people know where to find it, there's no what's no harm done, right? If, can we compromise if a little bit? know where can it's at, it's turn, the volume's turned all the way up so they can hear it, they can see the lights flashing, and uh, they know where it's at, then, yeah, who cares if it's behind some fucking fur? You, you know, you're behind the times. You're behind the times. My cousin was doing slots in Jersey 15 years ago. You're behind the times out here in the Hick Midwest bullshit motherfucking and he just, walking you to the door now and slams it behind you. You guys can walk back down the stairs and mission accomplished without uh, any actual murder, although you did beat the shit out of Chuck. Yeah, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. He'll I was gonna stick right that fucking pig with my knife. Didn't get a chance to. Yeah, he'll, well, it's better this way anyway. He'll just have a couple bruises to, rem- to remember us by. Yeah, it's true. Hmm. Well, at any rate... You can get back in the car, and uh, n- now you normally what you do is go back and report to Shark. So the car is parked outside, and uh, you get back in and head way back down Truist, all the way downtown, back to 10th and Independence Avenue, where you see that big warehouse with the Pipe Fitters Union logo on the side. Uh, there's a guy sitting in a lawn chair reading the newspaper uh, by the parking lot, which is surrounded by the big, you know, fence and barbed wire, and he. Uh, gets up and opens a fence you can drive the car onto the lot and then closes it behind you and you guys go into the pipe fitters union building and it's again mostly just a big warehouse with a lot of slot machines in here and uh shark hollers at you from the back corner of the world come on back come on back here his voice echoes in the big hall and you go back behind where the dock is and he's the dock is open and he's got a card table sitting there he's wearing like a wife beater and i got a cigar in his mouth again he's this huge irishman who married salerno's niece and uh there's a, several other guys in here too there are folding chairs and you know a pot of coffee is a bottle out and uh they aren't playing cards or anything. He's just sitting at the table. Oh, come on in, guys. Bobby, how you doing? How you doing, honey? How you doing? Uh, doing great. Doing great, boss. Um, yeah, we um, we did real good. We did real good. Laid a lot of pipe. Oh, Laid a lot of pipe. Jimmy, did you, did you get out that bat? Did you, did, you, did you swing one? Did you get a home run? Uh, you know, I didn't even have to. I threatened it, but uh, Bobby here took took care of the the muscle all by himself basically i got a, a n- good nut shot in but uh bobby has swung those brass knuckles is and did the job so wow did you have to do that right in the restaurant in front of all the fine diners oh no 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 it was discreet it was up in the office uh he knew it might get a little uh ugly so <laughs> he was right all right all right good job that, that was a that was a tough one too you know that fellow's uh, came in from Jersey, you know, he thinks he knows a thing or two. I thought he was fucking so hot like shit. Yeah, I guess he's not uh, hot shit anymore. He's probably scared shitless now, but let's make sure we keep it that way. I want you to stop in there about once a week for a while and fuck with him, alright? <laughs> Slap him around a little bit. Do what you gotta do. Make sure this really sticks, alright? That's yeah, fine with me. Now I'll send Vinny over there later. There you go. Oh, oh, excuse me, excuse me. The, the phone is ringing and uh, he walks over to it, picks up the little receiver off the wall. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, they did it, yeah. Alright, I'm telling you. Hey. Alright, you boys, uh, you gotta take the rest of the day off. Tonight, uh, tonight you got a meeting. Yeah, Salerno wants to talk to you. Salerno? Well, he likes your style. He's had his eye on you for a while. He liked the way you handled that. Ever since you two started working together, and, uh, I don't know, maybe he's got something for you. Maybe he's got something for you, all right? So I want you to take the day off. I want you to clean yourself up, all right? Yeah, it's an you honor to that. talk to the boss. The boss man. That's right. That's right. And uh, a couple of the other gangsters sitting around are giving, like, nods of approval and impressed. You know, like, well, hey, where'd it go? Yeah, yeah, good job there. Good job. So, uh, anyway. Hey, you know what this means? This could maybe mean you go up from soldier to executioner. One step up. be a made man or something? Nah, I wouldn't go, don't, let's not get hysterical, but you, you play your cards right, I could definitely see a salary increase. Yeah, well, even if it's uh, something, you know, paint, painting houses, that's uh, that's a step up for sure. Well, yeah, I'm not sure if, uh, I, I don't, I ain't so sure anyone here in uh, the other YouTube's ever actually painted a house. Well, not quite, no. uh, more like... Not uh, like I need to know. No, I just, uh, did some, uh, just, a uh, light painting is all. Light painting. All right, all right, all right. Well, listen, you go see him tonight, uh, you're gonna be meeting him, uh, for a drink after dinner, all right? So, uh, let's say about 7.30, uh, I want you to go out and, uh, <clears throat> all right, he's gonna be at Yancey's gym, all right? It's just a few blocks away. You know where it is. You know where it is. It's where the boxers do all the training, right? Yep. You know he's into the box, right? That's where you're going. In the meantime, you go home. You, you get yourself cleaned up. You have a little rest. You deserve it, all right? Sure thing. Sounds sounds good to me, boss. All right. So, uh, you guys might have your own cars. I don't really know. You don't need them necessarily to get around. But uh, I would like a short little vignette. I would like to see your home lives, and I think uh, I think I'd like to start with uh, with Jimmy as you uh, go home. Jimmy, do you have a car, or are you taking the bus home, or do you live like within walking distance, or what's the deal? Yeah, he, I mean, I think he would have a car for sure, but I don't really know what types of cars were around in the 30s. I'm not not familiar. Oh, well, you're always safe. You're always safe saying like Ford Packard or something like that. <laughs> So, uh, but um, does he have a little house? Something or? a little. Well, he's got a house for sure. I'm gonna say, uh, well, any any place that was uh, around in the 30s that was uh, would be appropriate. Um, like, well, I think there's some there's some nice houses out on Jackson, and, uh, good modest homes, good starter homes, you know. Yeah, and it doesn't matter exactly where you live, but I'm just trying to get a sense of the, the image of it in my mind, you know, just a nice little starter home, you know, not like a huge mansion or swanky place like that. It looks like a family home, right? Yeah. Yeah. And because uh, you're certainly not up to, you know, living in a penthouse sort of level yet. No. But, uh, you know, these characters, in Gangbusters terms, these are level four characters. We are. But, uh, so you go home to your family home. And, what do we see when you go in the door? I know your wife is there. Yeah. Uh, what did I name her? Maria is there. And, uh, you know, she's probably my age, a little younger, which is, you know, she's probably in her 30s. Yeah, and I'm, she's happy to see you. She runs up and gives you a hug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me sit down before you start getting all sentimental and gushy. All right, don't be too loud. Little, little one's asleep, okay? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, just... You're home early. Everything go good today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did some uh, pipe fitting. Oh, that's great. I'll make you your favorite for dinner tonight. You're not going out working like, late tonight making again, Making fucking cannolis again? Better be... Whatever you want. Better be cannolis. Oh, you know it. You, are you? You're not going out again tonight, are you? Though you're gonna stay home with with me and the little baby, right? Like you said. Uh, oh, man, I'd love to. Uh, I'd love to stay home and uh, with you and the, and the baby, oh, Jimmy. little Bella, oh, Jimmy. But uh, oh, Jimmy, 
I got a meeting. I got an important meeting to, you know, hey, this this might be a promotion, though. All right, so cross your fingers. Oh, yeah? Oh, it might be. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then she makes out with you for a little bit. And, uh, and the baby's still asleep, so whatever else you'd like to do. Because it's the middle of the day. Little afternoon delight, perhaps. Now, uh... Then a little later, I could see you enjoying, you know, a nice, nice meal. Of course, she's probably like kind of waiting on you. You know, you're sitting there at the kitchen table, just bringing you food. You got the little baby in the high chair, you know, and uh, very domestic scene. And meanwhile, I am curious about uh, about Bobby's home life. Bobby, what, what's it like when you go home? Where do you live? What's going on with you? Well, Bobby uh, hops on a streetcar and takes it to. Um kind of an Italian area um, to the east of downtown and uh, he gets off and walks up the block uh, to a uh, pretty nice large sort of Victorian era uh, home and uh, walks in the front door and hangs up his jacket and uh, I assume you know his, his wife you know comes down the stairs the grand wide staircase um, you know with hardwoods and whatnot and um, and he uh, pours there's a pot of coffee he walks into the, uh, the kitchen area and there's like a pot of coffee sitting there and he pours himself a cup of coffee and sits down and Wife walks into the kitchen and he says, "So I got a a, a, meet, a meeting tonight. Uh, pretty big deal. Um, gonna uh, yeah, yeah, gonna meet the boss. Mm, am I cooking for one or two tonight? Uh, two. You gonna be okay at this meeting? Well, I think I should be. Uh, you know." Uh, it's always a little dicey uh, meeting the boss and stuff, but uh, you know, um, I'll have to call. I'm gonna have to uh, have to call call it in and let them know. Yeah, you know I don't like it here, right? What's not to like? He's got a beautiful house. Yeah, yeah. I'll be glad when I'll be glad when we're ready to move on. That's all. And uh, she stands up and walks back upstairs and take some laudanum and uh i don't know why i decided to go that way with your wife <laughs> i don't know either. uh yeah yeah but uh but but uh anyway you guys get through and and she she does make a good fried chicken for dinner though and she's she's pretty good at that stuff well, when she-, she she knows she knows what you do really down deep and she supports it you know and she worries about you all the time and uh anyway after you enjoy your fried chicken at uh, at Bobby's house, and after uh, Jimmy's house, they've enjoyed their cannoli. Uh, you guys, right? Meet back up seven thirty ish out at the Pipe Fitters Union. Walk down the street to Yancey's gym. Again, this is a boxing gym primarily, and they have a recreation hall upstairs. So you walk in, they have three big boxing rings, and it smells like a locker room in here. There are guys dancing around, you know, punching, and so yeah. on and so forth. The sweet side. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. And some people wave at you guys, and, uh, hey, how you doing? Hey, from the, the corner. And there's a stairway that goes upstairs. This is recreation hall and sandwiches with a sign that's up, they're pointing up the stairs. They've got locker rooms in the back and stuff. Upstairs is where you're supposed to go. And even though everybody in here looks more or less like they're connected with boxing, there is a guy kind of sitting at the base of the stairs on a stool, smoking a cigar. He goes, and grunts, grunts you, grants you permission with this grunt to go upstairs. So I guess he grunts you permission to go upstairs, which is uh, where Salerno usually hangs out. And you get to the top of the stairs, open the door. And first thing you see is uh, there's a big dartboard, and a dart's flying towards a dartboard, and it doesn't hit the bullseye. And you're, God damn it, says a voice. And you know that's Salerno's voice. You open up in the room, and they have like a sandwich counter in there, and uh, several pool tables and things like that, and obviously a few slot machines. But uh, 
he's the Salerno is standing there shaking his head with a grimace. Now he's got a mustache, but it's a thick one, which is kind of rare for the time, you know. Uh, unless you're Stalin, you know, he's got like a Stalin-style mustache and sort of silver-gray hair, wearing an immaculate suit, beige, lovely, lovely tie. The tie itself, you know. It, it's extremely expensive, but he's angry. He's got guys sitting around. He goes, and he takes another dart and he hurls it at the dartboard. Doesn't get the bullseye, and uh, he picks up a glass and throws it across the room to the sandwich counter. And the guy, the kid behind the sandwich counter, ducks and it smashes against the wall. He goes, Clean that up, will you? I ain't paying you to stand around. He turns around. And he looks at you guys. So I hear you guys are having a good day at least. How you doing, Bobby? How you doing, Jimmy? Good, all right. Good. All right. Yeah. yeah, I heard you had a little kid there, right? I heard you had a little baby girl. That's did you get right. that fruit basket and flowers. Did you get that fruit basket and flowers we sent over? I sure did. Thanks a lot. Yeah. All right, good. All right. <sighs> you know, I got to tell you guys, you see my game is off today. Can you see that my game is off? Yeah, a little. You went a little wide there on the, the darts. That's all right. It's fucking Yo, darts. I don't go wide. I can't afford to go wide. All right. So, oh, by the way, oh, don't pay attention to him. There's a guy that's come out of the bathroom. He's this great big, tall, sort of, uh, he's, he's not really, like, physically imposing, but he's really tall, and he kind of looks like, I, I don't know, like Donald Sutherland gone evil. You've never seen him before, uh, but you haven't met Salerno that many times before. Yeah, don't pay attention to him. He's just here to, he's here representing the old man. It's part of our meeting. You understand what I'm saying? Sure, sure. Of course, yes, of course. Anyway, I can't concentrate. That's why I can't hit the fucking bullseye is because I can't fucking concentrate because something's bugging me, you know? What's, bu- what's then, bugging you, boss? Well, you know, uh, it, it's it's really... To, to get you off your to get you off my back, I'll tell you why, uh, what's bugging me. And it's a fellow named Luigi Vega. He's bugging me, all right? He's like a fly in a fucking ointment. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And uh, he he's... Uh, he just gets he gets under my skin and he's gone too far this time. Now I'm gonna tell you about this 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 Luigi Vega fuck. All right, he's uh, he's lucky with the ladies. I don't understand it. He's lucky with the ladies. He's got a drop dead gorgeous wife. He's a hell of a dame. Uh, but I tell you, he also really likes the ponies and he's got really bad luck with the ponies. Okay, and uh, not only is he a uh, uh, inveterate better. All right. That's not the problem. All right, this fuck, all right? He comes to me. He convinces me to go in on this horse, Shiner, all right? this I was investing in the horse. I'm not talking about betting. I'm talking about buying the horse, you know. Uh, we're going to put it out to stud after we race him. This is a, he's a, he's a Kentucky mutter, you know? And his, and his, and his father was a mutter. And uh, anyway. Sounds like his father was a motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyway, what the fuck ever. Uh, this, uh, okay, Shiner's going to be a, a sure thing, right? Okay, so we put all the money together, right? We get it all going. The old man even has a little piece in this. Because, you know, the old man likes the horses. You understand? That's, and uh, so first day, Shiner's up to race at the Riverside Downs, right? Out there in Riverside. And uh, fucking horse jumps a track and takes off into the parking lot, kicks a dent in the side of the old man's limo, and takes a big shit right on the hood. All right. Uh, you want us uh, to kill this fucking horse for you? Is that it? No, I don't want you to kill the fucking horse. What's wrong with you? Uh, okay, you, I'm we sorry. Don't kill horses. I, I misunderstood. Jesus. All right, go on. No, no. Actually, the cops did have to shoot that fucking horse. Good, that and, stupid and no fucking loss. horse. Uh, it hopes in a vat of fucking glue right now. But uh, anyway, no. Now we got uh, we got a couple of lawsuits to deal with. You know that that all that all that shit gets dealt with, right? But it's it costs time. And it takes a little bit of money, and it's something that uh, I think I can speak for the old man when I say we're all a little bit annoyed, right? And the big creepy Donald Sutherland-looking dude just goes, "Yes, we're all a little bit annoyed." Anyway, anyway, I just wanted to share that with you. That's all. I just think somebody someday somewhere oh, they ought to do something about this Luigi Vega fuck. You know what I mean? I would never ask somebody to do something like that, but somebody ought to yeah. do something about this guy. You know? Yeah. Okay. Anyway. All right, listen, you two's uh, here. He, he hands you each a $100 bill. Go get yourself something nice, all right? Get something for that little girl, all right? Get something for the wife, all right? Thank you, and, thank uh, you. Get the fuck out of here, all right? Hey, go back and talk to McGee, all right? 
Shark's got something for you. All right? Thank you. Thank you. That's right. All right. Whatever. Yeah, 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 kid. Yeah. And he goes back to shooting darts, and clearly your interview's over, unless there's something else you want to ask him on the way out, Columbo style. <laughs> I know. I, I think I got uh, got the gist of it. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I, at this point, I figure we're just going to piss him off if we try to talk to him some more, so I'm just, yeah. He's in, he's in the best mood. He's really not. Anyway, but uh, apparently you're supposed to go back to the Pipe Fitters Union and talk to McGee. And uh, and again, that's only a couple blocks away. It's, it's a good walk. And uh, it's a nice walk. It's a nice evening. And you get back to the Pipe Fitters Union, go in through the gate. McGee's sitting there. All right. <clears throat> Boys, is there any ambiguity about... Uh, about what Salero's asked of you. Well, I mean, there's, uh, there's levels of, uh, you know, kneecaps, uh, uh, no, 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 all no, the no. way, Boys. all the way. That's what you're saying. I understand that you were interested in becoming a house painter. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. You boys take care of this problem. Okay. Take care of this problem. And that's the next step up. I don't think I got to draw a picture for you. All right, so uh, we'll get out the rollers. We'll paint, paint away. I can tell you where your canvas is right now. Word has it. Mm. He's out. uh, Excuse me for a second. He's out at the high standard, that betting hall at 7th and Broadway. You know the place, and you do. You're the ones that put all the slot machines in there. What what kind of place is it? It's a betting hall. Oh. It's a, where people go in and bet on the horses and stuff, you know, and uh, even horse races in other towns. And all technically speaking, illegal gambling, but it all is just, you know, wide open. And, uh, yeah, he's there right now, up at 7th and Broadway. The High Standard, that's the name of the place. You know, you remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if you want to find him, I got I got a good authority. That's where he at. That's where he's at right now. What's this motherfucker look like? He's a Weasley little fucker with a comb over. They say he's a ladies' man. I never would have guessed it. Weasley little fucker, comb over. He must have a big uh, fucking dick or something. Big. He must. I have. mean, you know, no, 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 I guess. <laughs> no wonder he likes horses so much. Maybe he's he's got this. So horse-sized cock or something. I mean, that's the only thing I can think of. Well, uh, I tell you, I've seen the guy's wife at, uh, at Salerno's Christmas party last year. She's a looker. Hot dame. I'm telling you it. Hot dame. Knock out, drop dead, gorgeous. You know, kind of girl you want to paint on the side of an airplane. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, you take care of this, and uh, we're going to make sure that you guys get to the next level of this business, all right? You done good so far, but I think your days of pushing slots are over. Maybe your days of uh, helping people push daisies are just beginning. Yeah, we'll, we'll get it done. We'll get it done. I knew you would. You come and tell me when it's over. You got any questions? Any particular fashion you want us to get the job done? I don't want to hear about it. Okay. I don't want to know about it. All right, all right. All right. You leave it to us. We'll. We'll find it. We'll find the best way. And, uh, I mean, seeing as you gave us his location uh, right now, um, it sounds like you want us to head out and, uh, and get... Well, there's no time like the present, is there? Nope. Look, you, you, you do the job at your discretion, all right? But, uh, obviously, we don't want anything public. Yeah, and we don't want to keep uh, Salerno waiting, you know. He doesn't like this guy, wants this problem taken care of as soon as possible. So I say, uh, you know, yeah, let's do that. Uh, All right. All right, boys. All right, you let me know how it goes. Okay. Well, I assume you both go back outside and get in the company car, as it were. Little guy in the lawn chair. It's a different guy now because it's night. Little guy in the lawn chair opens the gate of the parking lot. You're going to drive out. You go downtown, wind around 7th and Broadway, not far from the bluffs, you know, that overlook the river. And uh, not far from here, of course, is the river. And there's a little 
community called Harlem, north of the river in North Kansas City, and there's a few other things. But uh, you're not far from a spot where Lewis and Clark once stopped and made camp and thought, hey, this would be a good place for a fort. And that's what and, they uh, sounded like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did. Hi, Lewis and Clark. I'm Lewis. Hi. I'm Clark. <laughs> and I'm Clark. Welcome to our podcast, Flooring America. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, <laughs> the 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 high standard does not look like it has very high standards uh, because the very sort of wino derelicts, you know, that you described coming in using the slots are in here using the slots, which mostly line the walls. And uh, there's all kinds of noise and blaring radios, like different radios, blaring different things, all announcing like different race results. And there are booth-type windows in the back where you can place bets. And then on the other wall, there's this great big board, like a big placard or scoreboard, that they're moving numbers around. They're using poles, you know, to move these little numbered plaques around to show the racing results from different parts of the country. And also sporting events. It's baseball season right now. And, uh, and they're betting on all the leagues, the Negro Leagues, the, the regular leagues, and, and everything else. Uh, and then the rest of the place looks more like a lounge than a bar. There is no bar per se, but there's a cigarette girl with a tray walking around, and there's a sandwich girl with a tray around her neck. Uh, and there's a beer girl with a tray around her neck, and they're sort of circulating throughout the place, and there's little couches, like circular couch clusters and things like that. And uh, there's a guy in the back, an animated little guy with a comb over, in fact, and he's clustered with several other people around a radio. This guy's jumping up and down, and he's clutching this big handful of bedding slips, and he's right by the radio, and you could, with that comb over, it's... Uh, and he's a squirrely little guy. It's a pretty good bet that that guy is Luigi Vega. And he's actually jumping up and down in front of the radio. Everybody's paying attention to it. But uh, he's he's uh, he, he's saying, Yeah, baby! Yeah, baby! Yeah, baby! Yeah, baby! Yeah, baby! Yeah, baby! Wait, oh. And everybody around him is, is excited and cheering. And then uh, the announcer says something about silverfish stumbles, silverfish stumbles. And he's like, no, no, baby, no, baby, no, baby, no. Oh, oh, oh. And then the, the race ends badly for him on the radio. He gets uh, several people pat him on the back consolingly. And he shakes them off. You're like, Christ, I need a drink. He goes over and he sits down on one of those little round couch clusters, not three feet from you. And... Uh, you know, snaps his fingers at the beer girl and he just slams that beer and rubs that comb over back over his bald spot and he goes, oh boy, oh boy oh no, don't make me tell my wife oh no, oh boy oh. and no one else is talking to him now uh, yeah, so I think, uh I want to go up and kind of sit next to him I'm not well, going to I'll sit on do the anything side. to him, but I think we you should sit on the other side of him. We need to yeah, that's cool. convince him to uh, come with us, maybe somewhere a little quieter, like maybe the restroom or just anywhere we can get him alone at. I think. Well, at first he doesn't notice that he's so distraught that at first he doesn't it doesn't really register that two guys uh, sat down you know right on either side of him, but. After a few seconds, he uh, looks over at uh, Bobby, and then he looks over at Jimmy. Guys, you're crowding me a little bit, aren't you? Yeah, well, you looked a little, uh, you look like you might be a little distraught there, Mac. What are you, what are you, a doctor, a head shrinker? What do you care? Well, you know, uh, when people... Unless you're a loan officer from the bank, I don't know what you could do for me. I'm afraid I'm not a loan officer, but, uh, you know, I, uh... Could possibly, um, you know, help be of some assistance in, in, regarding financial uh, issues that you may be having as a result of your apparent uh, addiction to gambling. Silverfish, silverfish was supposed to be a sure thing. Oh. There ain't no sure things in life, kid. Well, I'm out twelve grand. I'll tell you what, that was everything we'd saved. That's a lot of money. Sure oh, I'm is. Big trouble. Oh. I'm gonna tell my wife. She's so good to me, and I'm such a shit. 
Now, fellas, you listen. You don't need to listen to me. Uh, Wine, I'm just a stranger. Yeah, I got my own problems. Uh, I'll see you guys later. He whoa, stands whoa, up whoa, whoa, whoa. if you let him. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Put my hey, my hey, hand on his back what, what, when he's what's with the meat hook? As he stands buddy, up, I'm just, Hey, whoa, 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 whoa! You didn't even hear us out. He said he was going to help you, but uh, I think we need to talk. Why don't we go for a walk? Huh? Why don't we go for a walk? The second you say that, his eyes just go wide. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, you, you're it, gonna kill me. You're gonna kill me. Let's talk and walk. He starts to hyperventilate. Do you guys kind of drag him up to his feet? Or he's sitting there like. <gasps> Christ. Listen, guys. No, you gotta let me. You don't want to talk to Selena. There's an accident. Was I, how, how was I supposed to know what the horse is going to do? Right, please, guys, please, guys, you got to believe me. Please, please. And he actually grabs your collar, Jimmy. He's like, please, I, you got to believe Shut, shut the fuck up. Enough of this shit. Enough of this fucking bullshit. And, and, and now you guys are kind of drawing a little bit of attention. Just a little bit. Yeah. No, I'm going to I'm gonna pull him up out of his seat. Uh, oh, stand him up. Oh, shut oh, the fuck oh. up. <laughs> Come with us. Come with wait, us and shut wait, the fuck no. up. Oh. Okay, well, I'm going to assume he's just too... Uh, yeah, he makes a break for the door. He starts running. I'll let you try to grab him, though, if you want to make agility rolls to grab him before he... Otherwise, you can just chase him. I fail. Uh, well, uh, I got a 94, so I failed as well. Well, uh, you know... You try to grab him, but he's a like I say, he's a wiry little guy, and he just dodges past you. Bobby at least like grabs his hat, you know, the back brim of his hat, and so you've got his hat, but the rest of him is out the door. But you guys aren't that far behind him. You, I'm sure you, I assume you chase him out into the street. Yeah. Of course, and uh, mm. I've got a very good pretense. Hey, Mac, you forgot your hat. <laughs> perfect, perfect, and. Uh, there's, uh, again, it's night now, and there's not that many people around. There's a few bars, and obviously there's a few cars on the street, and uh, <clears throat> there's a police car going by, and just for a second, Luigi looks like he's got some hope, and then his shoulders slump again. And uh, he sits down on a bench right by the bus stop and buries his head in his hand and starts weeping. Should have made us, Should have made us run. Uh, you guys, you, seriously, you're gonna kill me because of this horse? You're gonna kill me? That out is just. Is there a um, is there a uh, like an alleyway nearby? Oh yeah, 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 many. All right, listen. Get up off that bench. Be a man. Come with us down here. Oh, huh? oh we'll just talk some more, okay? No, we can talk right here. It's over there. We're in a nice, comfortable bench. We can talk right here, right, fellas? It's talk. not going to change anything. It won't no, you matter. You got to let me talk. I mean, you got to let me hey, talk. To- if it's if it has to be done, it has to be done. It doesn't matter where it's at. But I'd appreciate it if you come with us. No, not not down there. Not in the not in the dirty alley. I'm laying there. I'm laying there like a like a piece of shit in the alley. And this is what my wife reads about in the papers. Hey, you you'll be taken care of. All right, your wife will be taken care of. Oh, yeah, I know she should be taken care of. I'll tell you what, that's what this is all about. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Half the, half the gunsels in this town, I had their eye on her ever since I married her. But she's a sweet girl. She's a good girl. This is all. Well, listen, you guys. Yeah, I've seen her. She's, you, she's pretty fucking sweet. I know that. You, you said that uh, you, you said that it had to be done, right? But don't do it in this alley. And listen, you've got to grant me one don't a, don't a dying man get one last request? Doesn't he get one last request? <sighs> Jesus Christ, what is it? What do you want? You gotta let me square things with my wife. You gotta let me go say goodbye. Just take me home you and let me say goodbye. Wife. I won't tell her what's up. I gotta tell her goodbye. I love her, you understand? I gotta tell her what she's gonna be left destitute. 
There's gonna be people coming oh, yeah. after her. Taking advantage of her. Just let me. You go with me. You can. I'll tell. I'll tell you my friends from work. You sit right there. I'll tell her I gotta go on a little trip and how much I love her. Please, 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 no, you got. You got. Okay, please, listen, please, listen. Please, please. And he grabs your lapel. Hey, just to yeah. shut you up, and just to see your hot dame wife in person, I'll come with you. Uh, is that all right with you, Bobby? You think we should uh? Should let this guy get one uh, final goodbye to his uh, his wife. Uh, well, I don't really, I don't really know. Please, please. Because uh, I mean, I don't know if uh, I don't know how what Salerno would say about it, but we can exactly go ask him. So, uh, I guess yeah. The house, the house is a probably more secluded place, you know. Uh, you can't do it at the house. I mean, it's called. You can't do it at the house. Hey, you guys, don't be fucking eavesdropping. I'm talking now. Talk to my stupid. Just shoot, just put this one in the head right fast, and and, and, and and maybe you do it on the bridge so my wife never finds the body. Just put down the river forever, alright? Let's just, let me go see my wife. I can't believe it. This is all my fault. It's all my fault. Um, I can't believe it's come to this. <laughs> Okay, well, he, he blubbers if you want to talk amongst yourselves for a little bit. All right, well, uh, we're going to walk him to the car, I guess, and uh, hop in and okay. drive towards his house. Where does he sit? Does he sit in the back, or do you sit him between you and the... Because his bench seat's obviously in the front, or... Uh... Yeah, I think <laughs> we should sit in between us so he doesn't try anything, like hop yeah. out of the car. Because he definitely will. Because <laughs> he definitely was going to. So, uh... <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, not surprised. <coughs> so, uh, where, uh... Where's your house at, Mac? I got a nice place down on Jackson. Right down there in Jackson. On 18th Street. Hey, All right. hey, hey, it's close to where I live. That's a little bit of a... What a, what a coincidence. I guess that makes his best friend. <laughs> You're being a little dramatic, all right? I need you to just shut off the fucking water valves in your eyes. Hey, you know they're going to come for you too someday, you know. You're going to go down one way or the other. Either they take you down... Or, or, or somebody else does. This is a rotten world in a rotten town. I'll tell you what. I heard some people say the old man sold his soul to the devil. You know, sometimes I believe it. Just turn left right here. Turn left. Right. Hey, I got a question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can I see your dick? What the hell kind of question is that? No, <laughs> you can't see it. Ah, oh, come on. You can take you a look at it when I'm dead. All right, all right. I'll, I'll yeah. do that instead. You're gonna kill me and then you have to see my dick. What kind of crazy world is well, it? I just had my partner and I here. We just had a little bit of a, a, a you know, uh, a, a, a sort of discussion about whether you was, uh, you know, hung like them racehorses you bet on. That's for me to know when you find out, buddy. Well. Let me give you the satisfaction. Here, is, here we are, right here, right there. You see what the. Yeah, with the. Yeah, right there. All right, just pull up here. All right. And uh, obviously, I'm assuming you guys will walk him in in such a way that he doesn't have a chance to bolt for it. Yes. Mm-hmm. I got his... Got my hand on his back. Walked yeah, him in. Well... <sighs> okay. Honey, I'm home, he says. And, Honey, we're uh, home. Well, uh looking shocked and surprised from the back kitchen. This is not a huge house. It's like a, this living room area. Um, and then back behind that is a dining room and you can see off the side is a kitchen and it is drop dead gorgeous. I mean, redheaded bombshell. Uh, in a very tight sweater. Um, comes walking out. And then there's something else though that she has clutched to her ample bosom about a five or six week old baby boy. Oh, little Louie. Little Louie. Luigi says, and he goes over and gives the baby a kiss on the head, and then he just starts bawling. What's the matter, baby? What's the matter, baby? Says his wife. She looks, she goes, what's the matter with him? She didn't know. She didn't see. He didn't say there was a, a baby. Listen, guy. Listen, honey. It's not a big deal. I just found out I gotta, I gotta, gotta go out of town for a while. I just want to come by and say goodbye to you and little Louie. <laughs> little Louie. How, how, how old is little Louie? He's he's five and a half weeks. 
says uh, the wife of Luigi Vega. Yeah, see, I got a, I got a daughter uh, just a little bit younger than her. Uh, uh, here, let me, let me get out my picture here. So look, look at this little princess here. Yeah. No, don't, don't look at it. Don't look at it, honey. Yeah, don't what look are you at talking it. about? Well, why not? I just want to. I, I don't mind looking at the baby. Honey, don't look at it. You don't understand. Don't even look you at think it. My daughter's ugly or something. She's beautiful. <laughs> now, listen, just. Listen, we didn't come here to make. Look at those eyebrows she got. She got. She got my hair. Yeah, like a unibrow. I. She is. She's. A, she's a pretty little girl. I'll tell you, unibrow and all. <laughs> it's too bad, you know. We don't live that far from each other, you know. I bet you. Maybe her and little Louie will end up playing together, huh? Maybe going to school. Honey, I can't understand why you're so upset. It's just I don't want to go on this trip. I don't want to go. And she looks at him, slow, slow understanding dawns on her face and she also cries and they lean in towards each other and cradling the baby between them just quietly <laughs> just I, on each other's shoulders i don't know why but i i had this vision of you saying and you know they hope like whatever whatever holding the baby between them and they squish it <laughs> i don't know what they squish it like a grape <laughs> yeah <laughs> No, no, I, there's no baby squishing rules in third edition Gangbusters. I don't know about the new one, but uh, yeah. Anyway, it's a it's a hard uh, it's a hard image, and I think that we're just gonna have to let that image reflect in our minds for a week. And I wonder if Jimmy and Bobby really have what it takes to paint this house. I don't know. But I think that uh, for tonight, we will call it a sad end to our first Gangbusters episode. All right. All right. And on that somber note, we'll see you next time on (laughs) Goonies World. See ya. Hey, don't squish any babies. All right. (laughs) 